0: Hello, this is Josh Chrisman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. Do very much good if I just hummed all morning, would it? Praise the Lord. First Timothy, chapter six, verse eleven. 1 Timothy 6 and verse 11. Why do we worship the way that we worship? Amen. He's worthy of our praise. It prepares the atmosphere. Amen. Whether you realize it or not, because of the presence of the Lord, that we have felt and entertained this morning. We are now pliable for the preaching of the word. Amen, it prepares us for what God wants to say. Amen, you know if you just throw a bunch of seed out there on ground that's not been prepared, it's not gonna do much good. Amen, but if you get some ground that's soft and pliable and you can push that seed down in there, that seed gets in there. That the seed will do what it's supposed to do. Somebody say Amen, because God's word is good seed. Verse Timothy six, verse eleven. This is Paul writing to Timothy, uh, his son in the gospel, and he says, "But thou, O man of God," him a man of God. Flee these things. What things? Falling into a snare of temptation. Foolish and hurtful lusts. The love of money which is the root of all evil. He said, don't be coveting after these things because the ones who have coveted after these things have erred from the faith. Because faith is not about this life necessarily. It is, it has blessings that come, but it's not all about centered on natural things. Somebody say amen. And if our desire is to get what we can see, we're going to err from faith. Because faith is not based on what you can see, but what you can't see. Because the things that you can see are temporal. Temporal things but those things that you can't see those are eternal things that's why Paul said set your eyes or your affections on heavenly things not on earthly things because if your desires for earthly things you're going to be disappointed they're not going to fulfill somebody say it's not going to fulfill it that's why he said seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added these things will come if you put God first, amen, but if you put those things first and use God as an accessory to your life, that's where we got a problem. Cause he's not just an accessory. He is life. Somebody say he is life. I'm not even done reading the scripture and I'm preaching. It's your fault. Quit spurring me. No, I'm just kidding. Spur me. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. I want to preach to you this morning on this subject. The fight of faith. The fight of faith. I wonder if you could lay your Bibles down this morning. Lift your hands unto the Lord and pray with me. Right now, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray your hand be upon this service. Lord, I pray your anointing, God, would be upon your people this morning to see and to hear and to understand. I pray your anointing upon the messenger this morning. God, I pray that you would have your will and way in everything that's said and done. And God, I pray that we would leave here changed by the power of your spirit and by the effectual working of your word. We'll give you all the praise in Jesus precious name. Amen. Clap your hands one more time. Praise the Lord. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Praise God. Feels good in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Elbow your neighbor and tell him, stay awake. If you have trouble staying awake in this church, you need to sleep. Amen. So we're not going to wake you up. We're just going to keep doing what we do. Somebody say amen. Somebody say, why do you guys clap your hands so much? Because it's scripture. Clap your hands, all ye people. Amen. Shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. I mean, no, we're giving him a standing ovation. Man, he deserves it. The fight of faith. And Paul writing to to Timothy, a lot of things that he was encountering uh, in his church and the people that were coming to the Lord and all the temptations that would come uh, to a person or a man of God as he calls him, he gives him uh, some some wisdom and some uh, charge to, to try and encourage him to move forward amen, how many know that there are a lot of things in our life that can attempt to deter us, that can attempt to throw us off track, off kelter, off balance. Amen. They can, they can throw us for a loop, we like to say. They, they, they can confound us and cause question to rise in our minds. Amen. Uh, there are times where where everything seems to line up and everything seems to work out and everything seems to go right amen and and in those moments I hear people say well it's easy to have faith when everything's going right but i would I would correct you this morning and tell you that that's not faith amen because that is the result of Amen. Or that is things going right for you, but faith is required in moments where things don't seem to be going right. Faith is required in moments when when there are questions that you can't answer, and there are circumstances that you can't change. Amen. Uh, faith is required in times when God is asking you to do something that you don't really want to do. Come on. Faith is required in moments when. You can't necessarily see how it's going to turn out, but you know that God spoke to you and told you to move forward regardless. And and faith is just stepping out and leaving the results up to God. Come on. How many know that in times of of plenty, in times of harvest, and in times of blessing, it's easy to stand up in the the church and testify and say, God has been so very good to me. But I wonder this morning in the midst, midst of a struggle, come on, in the midst of a trial, in the midst of a a dark night, come on, in the midst of temptation, in the midst of diverse temptations and struggling to get through and struggling to find your way out, I wonder if there's anybody in the church that would be able to give God a, a thank you Jesus or a thank God for life and your blessing upon my life. Because faith is not proved when the bills are paid and when my body's fine and when all my kids are acting right. Faith is proved when things are going wrong and things are chaotic and I can't find my way. It's in those moments where we need to trust God. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Amen. The word fight, in the very essence of what it is, means to contend with adversaries. Amen. It means to struggle with difficulties or dangers, to struggle with that which opposes or resists you. Come on, somebody. How many know that there are opponents Come on, that are out there. There are adversaries that are set against us. Come on, there are, there are things and people and forces that are opposing your position and opposing your calling and opposing your freedom and opposing your deliverance and opposing your overcoming. Come on, there are adversaries that are attempting to oppose your path to salvation. But I want to tell you this morning that no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper and every tongue that rises against you God will condemn for that is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Amen. There are forces of darkness that are set against the church. There are forces of wickedness set against the church. There are plans and purposes of hell that are set against the church. But my Bible tells me that no, that that the, uh, the that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. I don't care what the plan or what the position or what he tries to do. I am guaranteed victory. Because the battle is not mine. It is God's. Amen. How many know the battle is God's? Amen. Amen. God's going to win the battle. Somebody say, God's going to win the battle. Amen. But sometimes when we say that, we don't really have the understanding of how God's going to win the battle. We say, the battle is God say the battle is the Lord's. Lord, it's your battle. All right, Lord. Lord. I'm waiting. How many know waiting on the Lord is not sitting back and doing nothing? Waiting on the Lord is not sitting back and waiting on God to do your job and to do your part. Come on. But waiting on the Lord in faith is doing what you know to do even when you don't see the result. Come on. Let me just give you a word from the Lord this morning. If you do what you can do, God will do what you can't do. Come on, if you do what you're to do, you do what God's telling you to do, and you leave the result up to him, and he will do abundantly and above all that you can ask or even think. But we have to have the faith to do. Somebody say, I got to have the faith to do it. Come on, I got to have the faith to win the struggle. Come on. Sometimes the struggle is not necessarily against an adversary in somebody else. It is the adversary in me. Come on. Some of us are our own worst enemies. Amen. Whenever I go two steps forward and three steps back, somebody say amen. But it's not because the enemy's pushing me back. It's because I'm making dumb decisions that are forcing me back where I came from. Come on. How many know that we got to overcome our will? We got to have a made up mind that this is who I am, that I am God's. I'm not going back where I came from. I'm not giving into my past. I'm not giving into those temptations. I'm holding on to faith in God. You know, when you have faith in God, it doesn't mean that you're never going said that he will never tempt you above what you're able. Come on. That means whenever we're tempted, he will give you a way of escape or the ability to get out of what you've gotten into. Amen. Amen. God doesn't tempt any man, but the Bible tells us that we are tempted when we're drawn away by our own lust and enticed. Amen. So something on the inside of us wants to do something that's against God's word. Come on, it's it's natural for us as sinful human beings to want to do things that God is displeased with, amen. But we have to overcome that part of us, amen. There has to, to sometimes the struggle on the inside of us is not necessarily just uh, other forces; it's the force on the inside of us and our body that we haven't gotten over yet, amen. We have to understand that I have to bring my own self, my own body, under subjection to the law of God and what God wants me. To to do. It is my self-same responsibility to bring myself under subjection to the word of God and to the law of God. It's not my job to bring you under subjection to God's word. It's my job to preach the word, to be an example of the word, but it's your job to fulfill the word. Somebody say amen. We have to make a decision. I'm going to do it. God's Some of us, our problem, what's holding us back is our inability to commit. There are people in here that haven't committed to anything. Amen. Commitment's hard. Let's just talk about that for a minute. I felt a little bit of pushback there. Amen. We call this stump preaching. You're plowing along and you hit something, stump, and you... Let's dig that out. Some people thought it was funny. Some didn't. What is commitment? Amen. A commitment. it's a a covenant it's it's a commitment It's 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 a made up mind amen I'm going to do this this is what I'm going to do this is what I'm going to give my time to this is what I'm going to give my effort my energy amen this is what I'm going to give myself to how many know we only have one life we have one one life to live one life to give amen we only have so many hours in the day Eight or eight or ten of them, you're sleeping. <laughs> that was for the younger generation. I gotta get my eight hours of sleep, or I'm just ugly. If you think I'm ugly now, you should see me with four hours of sleep. Hey, Amen. We only have so much time in the day. We only have so much energy. We only have so much that we can give. Amen. Uh, whether we realize it or not, we're committed to something. Amen. We're committed to some of us doing it our own way, what we want to do, where we want to go, how we want to live, what we want to have. Our life is ruled with selfishness. And I always say that selfishness is the root of sin. Amen. All sin results uh, come from selfishness. Amen. A, a desire to do it in my way. You You don't ever sin to try to fulfill somebody else's. Come on. It's always about me what I can get, what I need where I want to go, what's holding me back, what I want to do this relationship's not good for me anymore because I've changed and I want more out of this relationship than you can give so I'm going to divorce and I'm going to walk away from this commitment because it's not what I need or it's not what I want in this time but you forgot about the promise that you made before God, come on, how many know that there are commitments that God is going to hold us to, when we stand before God we're going to give an account of our life and what we did and what we committed to, come on somebody, we're going to stand before God in every thought, every idle word, everything that's ever come out of this this fleshly body, I'm going to answer for. Now, I don't know about anybody else in the building, but that scares me. If we could put your mind up here, Matt said, don't do that. I probably don't want to know what you're thinking about me right now. Absolutely. I'd probably be offended. Man, I thought I was a better preacher than that. Right? But the things that come out of us are are sinful, amen, because we're sinful beings. Thank God for the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, he said, such were some of you. Come on, but you have been washed. You have been sanctified. Come on, you have been cleansed and made clean by the blood of Jesus Christ. I wanna tell you today, if you stand before God without the blood, it's gonna be a bad day. But if you stand before God with the blood of Jesus Christ on your life, it's gonna be a clean record. It's gonna be righteousness imputed unto you. And it's gonna be eternal, eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Some of us are stopping ourselves our inability to commit to the lord amen we're up in the air we're 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 in one day and out the next amen we're we're here today and gone tomorrow amen there needs to be a decision in our minds and in our hearts there needs to be a a, a, a resolve that comes to our spirit where the discussion is closed come on there is no more discussion any longer i'm not going to question it anymore i'm not going to entertain thoughts of stepping outside the church. I'm not going to entertain thoughts of walking away from the church. I'm not going to entertain thoughts of cheating on my wife, of abandoning my family, of going out on the town and abandoning the commitment to stay sober. I have made up my mind. I'm going to do it God's way. And I'm going to tell you this morning, there is power in a made-up mind. There is power in somebody that has made up their mind. I'm going to go with God. Even if he don't deliver me, I'm going to be in church. Even if I never get over it, I'm going to go with him. Because I've made up my mind, I'm going to go to heaven. Whether nobody else makes that decision, I have made up my mind. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Cup your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Somebody say make up your mind. Have you ever fought with somebody that didn't know if they wanted to fight? (laughs) And then you come on and they're like I was just joking. (laughs) You ever been there? They're easy to defend. Because they haven't made up their mind that they're going to fight. They haven't made up their mind that they're going to resist. Come on. They haven't made up their mind that they're going to be different, and walk different, and live different, and talk different. Come on. They haven't made up their mind that they're not like the world. Come on, somebody. When you get to get in a fight with somebody that's uncertain of whether or not they want to fight, all you got to do is flex on. Running away, backing down, right? Giving in, backing up, amen. That's why the devil sometimes laughs at us because we say that we're committed to God, but we're really not, and all he's got to do is, whoa, he's mad at me. I'm not going to church anymore. All you got to do is hit him once, and they give up. Come on, they give in, they defeat themselves because they weren't sure they wanted to fight before they stepped in. Come on. But you start beating on somebody's family. Come on, you start you start really beating them down down physically. You start you start chomping them down, and there will be a moment in every person's life where they're like, Okay, hold on a minute. This is enough's enough. Right? I've had enough. I'm not going through this anymore. This is not supposed to be the purpose of my life. My life is worth more than this. I'm tired of being destroyed by these things. I'm tired of it. I hate it. And I'm willing to fight it. Amen. If you don't start getting angry and upset at the things that are destroying your life, you're never going to overcome them. you got to have a mind and a heart change. you got to start hating what you used to love and loving what you used to hate. No way around it. He said, anyone that's a friend of the world is an enemy of God's. Amen. We can't be friends with the world and be and 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 be saved. We have to realize that there is a line of separation, and that line is the word of God. And I have made up my mind totally, wholeheartedly, I'm going with God. I don't care if anybody else goes, I'm gonna fight stand for my family. I'm going to give in for faith. Some of us need to get some resolve in our spirits. Are you tired of what God's doing to your children? Are you tired of what he's doing to your relationships? Are you tired of what he's doing to your body and to your mind, walking all over you, beating you down, addicting you? Are you tired of what he's doing to your community? Are you tired of what he's doing to single mothers? Come on, somebody, are you tired of it? There's got to be some fight, rise up on the inside and say, not in my house. You can be seated. You can get away with a lot of things, but you're not going to do it in my house. (laughs) Come on, somebody. Amen. You can get away with a lot of things in this world, but you're not doing it in my living room. Come on, because if you are, we're going to fight. Amen. I'm not the toughest guy in the world, but I'm going to fight for my family. You're going to get some resistance. Amen. There's going to be some resistance come from me of what that's not going to be allowed. We got to draw some lines in our life. Come on. We got to have some convictions in our world to say there's this can come, but this can't come on. This is allowed, but this is not. There's some things that I stand for and there's some things I stand against. dad always used to say, if you don't stand for something, isn't that a country song? (laughs) Here, now I'm singing country songs. Amen. Somebody say fight. There's got to be some fight in you. Amen. Faith is a fight. It's not easy. Why is faith such a fight? Why is it such a struggle? Have you ever thought, why is faith so hard sometimes? And so when I talk about faith, I'm talking about believing in things that you can't see to bring a result that you can see. Amen. You're putting your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ for everything. Amen. When it comes to direction, you're depending upon his word. How many know faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God? And without the word of God, there's no faith. Amen. And so faith, the word of God is the basis for faith. Amen. Everything that we believe and everything that we are has to be based on what the word of God says. And so as the word of God proclaims it or preaches it to us, we get a hold of it as the truth of God's word and we begin to put it to practice in our lives. Amen. Faith is not merely just believing. Faith starts with believing. Somebody say amen. But faith is not just believing. To believe something is to there's a there's there's something that happens on the inside of us where we agree with what's being said. We believe that to be true. Amen. There's a there's an internal reaction. That's your belief system. I believe that. I believe that the, the, the God that Jesus gave his life for me. I believe that he rose from the dead on the third day. I believe that He wants to He wants to wash away my sins and fill me with His Spirit. Amen. I believe His word. I believe that for my life. Somebody say Amen. But there has to be some action that takes place. Because James says that faith without works is dead being alone. Like the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Amen. Now, if you start talking about works in church, people call it, say you're legalistic. No. Faith will have a result. Amen. Because faith in the Bible is a verb which requires action. Amen. I start with believing, but am I going to step out in faith and do what the word says? Come on. It's more than just believing. Amen. Yeah. He says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that he that believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It does not say that they will not perish. It says they should not. Amen. Which denotes a necessity to fulfill something. Amen. We have to realize that just because we believe doesn't secure our name in the Lamb's book of life. We We have to begin to walk out faith in our life and be obedient to God's word. Faith is an action. Somebody say it's an action. An action. It means you're doing something. You're running. You're jumping. Man, he's preaching. Somebody say man. Amen got a little chuckle out of Rick back here. Amen. Somebody say faith. So like the body without the spirit is dead. When, whenever we die, our spirit leaves our body. Guess what? That, that body is empty. It's a shell. There's nothing there. The most valuable part of you has already left. Your spirit. Amen. This is just a shell. This is temporary. say, this is temporary. If you don't believe me, just wait 10 years. Our youth is gone, Brother Terry. I tried to run up steps yesterday, and I was like, yeah, it's real. This body's decaying. It's going the other way. Hey, man, uh, uh, this is... This body is, is temporary. Amen. It's not the purpose. So when your body dies, your spirit leaves. Amen. Your spirit is eternal. It's going to spend eternity somewhere. It's going to go somewhere, whether to eternal life or to eternal death. Amen. But it's going somewhere. Amen. When well, Like the body without the spirit is dead, so your faith without works dead. Is dead. If you say you have faith in God, but you don't have anything to back it up, then your faith is empty. It's dead being alone. The only way to give life to your faith is begin to fulfill the word of God in your life and begin to walk it out day by day, step by step, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, one word at a time, one step at a time, one day at a time, one prayer at a time. I'm walking out my faith before God. Somebody say amen. You can't stop in the middle. You can't just throw up the white flag and say, you know what? I fought long enough. Let let somebody else fight now. No, no, no. You got to stay in the fight. Elbow your neighbor and tell them stay in the fight. If you're going to get what God has for you, you're going to have to fight for it. Amen. Why is is faith so hard? Because the whole world around you is set against it. Amen. This world and the God of this world is trying to push you in the opposite direction of where you're trying to go. The reason faith is so hard is it's contrary to the direction the multitude is going. Amen. The multitude is trying to go to hell in a handbasket, but I'm trying to get to heaven and I'm passing a lot of traffic on the way. Have you ever tried to get through a crowd where everybody's going that way and you're trying to go that way? A lot of obstacles. Come on, a lot of confrontation. A lot of conflict. Every person you run into is going the wrong way. Come on, they, they got wrong feelings. They got wrong desires. They got wrong dreams and aspirations. They're going to the wrong place and they want you to go with them and they're not happy if you don't want to go. On, why do you have to be so different? Come on. Why do you got to be so contrary against everything, everybody? Why can't you just go with the flow? Come on, somebody. Jesus said, strive. Strive. Somebody say, strive. That's the same word used in 1 Timothy for fight. It's the same Greek word. It's the same word. Strive. To enter in at the straight gate. Come on. Because there's a lot that's going to try to enter in. That will not be able to enter in. So he said strive. Fight. Struggle. Work. Labor. Come on. Get get some urgency and some fervency in your spirit. And realize it's not going to be easy. It's going to be contrary to where my mind wants. What my body wants. What everybody around me wants. But I want to go where God wants me to go. and you're trying to row upstream by hand? Come on. Sometimes you get so tired, you're just trying not to lose ground. Let me know what I mean. But what if you quit? What if you stop? Cause that stream's not going to stop the pressure's not going to stop the temptation's not going to stop the desire's not going to stop come on what if I stop I'm going wherever that current wants to take me I'm at the mercy of whatever the tide says and has for my life but I come to tell you this morning, There's God's got more purpose tied up in you for you to give up and quit and back down and quit fighting the temptation and quit fighting the struggle. Amen. It's not too late and you're not too tired. You can make it. Come on, you can do it. You can win. I said you can win. I can guarantee you this morning that if you quit, you'll lose. A little bit of anchor wisdom there. thats It's not profound, but we need to contemplate it. Come on, because there are people under the sound of my voice, and the Holy Ghost spoke to me this morning and said there are people that are on the brink. Come on, they've all but made up in their mind that they're walking away. Come on, they've all made up in their mind they're not going to fight anymore, that they're going to just lay it down because the struggle is too great. But I come to warn you this morning uh, and to give you a little kick in the pants uh, and tell you, you can make it. Come on, it's worth fighting for. Your soul is worth it. Your life is worth it. Your family is worth it. Amen, your destiny is worth it. God's got a plan for your future. come too far. Somebody say you've come too far. Amen. Strive. Somebody say strive. Strive, fight to enter in at the straight gate. There are so many opportunities. There are so many Choices in a day that try to get you to. Which, which, should, should I? Should I call? Should I look at that? Should I? Should I listen? Should I? Should I go? Should I talk to that person? Should I go there? Come on! How many know what I'm talking about? So many opportunities in one day. You got to fight for. If you want to be free, you're going to have to fight for it. You're going to have to put up some resistance. Come on, you're going to have to draw some lines. You're going to have to draw some lines and say, guess what? I'm I'm, I'm writing down some criteria of what I'm allowing in my life and what I'm not. Come on. I know it sounds pretty basic this morning, but we need to have something drawn out so we can uh, solidify it in our minds and say, you know what? If they're doing that, they're not a part of my life. Come on, if they're going there, I can't go there. Come on, I can't be a friend of that and be uh, a friend of God too. I got to make up my mind where I'm going. Come on, how many know that the destination is chosen before you choose anything else? If you've chosen that you want to go to heaven, you want to be delivered, you want to make it, you want to live out your life on this earth, you need to make up your mind this morning and start making the right turns to get you where God is calling you to. I'm preaching to somebody this morning. Amen. Being a pastor is hard. Amen. I'm not trying to get pity. A lot of times you're fighting for some people that don't want to fight for themselves. It's hard to fight for somebody that's not willing to fight for themselves. Amen. Trying to preach a value into somebody's life that they have no value in. Amen. Trying to tell them, listen, you're important. I I come to tell you this morning, you're important to God. He sent me here with a word to pull you out of that mess and to give you a little bit of strength in your spirit so that you can get through tomorrow and the day after you can make it. Amen. Amen. Me and Skylar went horseback riding for her birthday. That was one of the things she wanted to do. She wanted to If we just went somewhere where they had the horses ready and you just had to saddle them and go, it would be different, but it was an all-day journey, was it? Because these horses at my father-in-law's, they know, when you come in the field, they know what you're up. trying to lasso some of his horses in here. Come on. I got my lasso out. You, you, you can't catch a horse that don't want to be caught. Try to outrun a horse, Jesse Owens. Ain't going to happen. So we work our way up there, didn't we, Skyler? Got the horse's nose in the bucket, eating that good old corn. And I slipped that rope around her neck. When I went to put the halter on, I poked her in the nose. She reared. All that work. We had to walk like a mile to get through it. So Skylar takes the bucket. I trust Skylar. She goes up and she secures the horse, and, and uh, we take her down, get her saddled up. Me and I get uh, old Jack. If I would have had a gun, if I'd have had the old six shooter, Luke, like Grandpa had tied on his have been in trouble, but uh, we saddled those horses and and we went out on the trail ride and uh, it was fun for a little bit, you know, as long as my horse was following her horse, it was fine. Once I got off the trail and I said, Well, let me leave for a little bit. And so we went out this other direction, and my horse just stopped. And I'm like Is that around. He's like And his ears are turned back toward me. He's listening to me. That means he can hear me. But he ain't agreeing I'm like, him around. I get a little more aggressive. Stupid horse. He won't move. His feet are planted. start getting tired from- you get him where you want to go, you try to walk him out. As soon as he'd get in that direction, he'd stop. Because he didn't want to go any further. He didn't want to go where I wanted to go. He didn't want to go out further away from the barn. He knows where the barn's at. He knows where he wants to be. He made up his mind, I'm not going anymore. You can do whatever you want to me, I'm done. No fun riding a horse that don't want to move. Hey, Amen. Amen. So Skyler's like, well, here, just let me. And as soon as she went, she went around me with Stryker, who's a good girl. And, and Jack, he, he just followed right along. He's like, I don't want to go. But the moment that we turned back to. so hard, they, I couldn't hardly hold over the range anymore, I'm not a weak guy, you know, I'm I'm an average guy here, but I could not, it was everything I'd do to get him to stop, and I'd stop him, and back him up, and tell him to stand, he Where they want to go, do what they want to do. They they have their own mind. They have their own desires. Come on. They have they have they have everything that they want. As soon as I turned back to the barn, buddy, he he was he was all with it. Come on, I'll go wherever you want me to go as long as you're taking me where I want to go. As long as what's happening in my life is what I want, I'm all in. Come on, as long as you're not asking me to do something that I don't want to do, I'm all in. As long as you're asking, allowing me to just live any way I want to live and, and, and go where I want to go and do what I want to do, I'm all in. But the moment that you ask me to do something that I don't want to do, I have the right to exercise my own... Th- Choice and to decide whether or not I want to go. Amen. I come to preach to somebody this morning. It's time that you get in line with the Spirit of God in your life. You've resisted His will too long. Amen. The years are wasting by. time to get 100% in. It's time to get 100% in. Because it's no fun to ride a horse that don't want to go. Amen. Staying with me all around. When I got off that horse, I was exhausted. It was, it, it was exhausted. I was exhausted physically. My old knees were hurting. My arms were hurting from pulling on the reins. You don't understand how hard it was to get him under control. Man, he did. He just had a just a regular. I think it's a snap. Of it. sometimes God's got to do some things to us. It hurts a little bit to get our attention. If I ever ride him again, I'll have a bit that I have a little bite and he'll listen. but, 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 But the word of the Lord says, don't to be yanked about in the direction that he wants to take you. Make up your mind that you're going to go where God wants you to go. we will tell you the things that God has for your life are greater than the things you have to walk away to. Sitting around last night with my family, talking, laughing. I had so much peace in my home. Children love the Lord, thank God. And I was thinking about some decisions that I made years ago. a moment of pleasure God has blessed me Amen sometimes it's just simply choosing His way Amen, God don't want to hurt us God don't want to bring judgment upon our lives, we're going to do that to ourselves He came that we might have life and life more abundantly Amen, God's got blessings for your future Amen, there are blessings. If if you've made up your mind, you're going to do it God's way. There are blessings in your future. There are things that you're sowing now that you're going to reap bountifully in your future. But he said, don't grow weary in well-doing. For in due season, you'll reap if you faint not. That means if you walk away now, you're never going to see the benefit of the sacrifice. If you walk away now, you're not going to see the benefit of walking and living righteously. If you walk away now, you'll never truly understand peace and love and joy and what it means to be blessed of the Lord. He said, don't get weary. Don't get tired about doing the right thing because in due season, you're going to reap if you faint not. There's some reaping to be to be had from the people in this church. Somebody say, man, there's some reaping to be had. Can I tell you one more story? You got time for one more story? Short one, he said. Don't know if I'm capable of that. Some years back, me and Becca planted a garden. It was our first garden in the place that we lived in. And all of our neighbors told us, don't plant a garden. Because the deer will destroy it. And so we thought, well, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And the liquid fence that I bought from Home Depot. So we made up our minds, we're going to have a garden, but we're going to spray this liquid fence. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? So we opened up the package and mixed it up. And I I can understand why the deer don't want to get near it. It stinks. Bad. It stinks bad. So we start spraying it on there. And you're supposed to do it every day for a week. Something like that. And then once a week for three weeks. And then after that, you can go a couple weeks and not do it. Because once the deer decide they don't want anything to do with it, So man, we I planted forty tomato plants. Yeah. Man, we planted everything: green peppers and watermelons, what are the what are the orange melon, muskmelon, cantaloupe, oh. Oh. corn, uh, everything. You you name it: potatoes. so here I am, man, when I first started, I was, I was fervent, I was, you know, spraying that thing, watching out the window at night with my gun, not really, but we went through the week, and the three weeks, and all that, when it was, time came, that we were to go on vacation, and so I was supposed to spray it that day. That night that we were leaving, and I was like, you know what? I haven't seen any deer for a long time. I'm just going to leave it. Right? I don't have time. I'm too tired. I don't, don't want to mess with it." So we got back home, and the garden's fine. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. Becca's like, Josh, you better go spray it. saying it's bad (laughs) Josh you know when they say that you better do it I was like I'm too tired it's fine it'll be fine I got up the next morning it was gone everything everything anything peppers Tomatoes. They ate the melon. Left the seeds on the ground. Peppers. I don't know if it was just deer, or if it was every animal in the woods. of like, oh. have you seen up at the Christmas? There's a I don't know, but everything was gone. The only thing they didn't eat was the stuff that was under the ground. The stuff that was, somebody say, planted in the ground. Man, if you leave it and you quit and you walk away, the progress that you've made, the things that you've gained, guess what? He's going to steal it because the thief, when the thief comes, he comes to steal, to kill and to destroy, he's not playing games, amen. He's not playing games with your life. You 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 think you've won up to this point and you can walk away and you can just let down. I come to preach to you this morning. It's not a time to let down. Now is not a time to give in and go back and to let let, let down a little bit and just uh, and just give in on a few of your 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 convictions. Now is not the time because if you open those doors, it'll be impossible to get them shut telling you this this morning I feel it in my spirit somebody needs to make up their mind this morning I'm going to fight for it I'm going to fight for it the Bible says that in the book of Matthew since the law until now the kingdom of God is preached and men press their way in. or the kingdom of God suffereth violence but the violent take it by force If you want what God has for you, you got to take it. Come on, you got to latch onto it with everything that you have. I heard one person say you got to have the bulldog mentality. You got to get a hold of it and shake it until it comes loose. You ever see a dog do that? Hey Amen. you got to get a hold of it. Come on, get a hold of what God has for you and pull it loose. Get a hold of it and hold on to it. Make up your mind. I'm going with God. I'm not going with the world. I realize it's going to be hard. It's going to be a struggle, but I have made up my mind. Has anybody made up their mind this morning? And why don't we stand and why don't we come to the front, all around the building, come to the front, lift your hands to the Lord. If you've made up your mind, I'm going with God and begin to call on the name of the Lord this morning. God, I'm here. I'm yours. I want your plan for my life. I want your plan for my future. God, I'm, 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 I'm willing, Lord, to resist. I'm willing to fight. I'm willing, Lord, to go against the flow, God, to go against the direction of this world and the multitude of this world. God, I'm willing. Come on, you're going to have to build some some fortitude in your spirit. God, I made up my mind. Everybody around you will try to resist you. Come on, everybody you talk to, people in the world, they'll try to resist you. They'll try to pull you back. Amen, they'll try to get you to go with them.
1: There's got to be some fighting,
0: God. It might not be going exactly the way that I want it to go, but I'm going with you, Lord. I might not have received everything that I want from God, but I'm, I'm going with you, Lord. God, I'm standing with you. I'm going to do what you've asked me to do, and I'm going to depend on you to do what I can't do. In the name of Jesus. Come on, there's deliverance for your future. Come on but you got to reach out and get a hold of it. Come on. You got to get a hold of it with everything that you have. You got to make up your mind. This As is going to be mine. My... In my house. As for me and my house. I'm going to have it. I've made my up my house. mind. I'm going to have it. We're going to be free. I'm going to have the blessing of the Lord. As for I'm gonna me. I'm going to have peace in my house. Home. I'm going to have As a relationship for me with my in children. My house. Relationship with my wife. In my house, I'm going to live peaceably with all gonna men. I'm going to be blessed to the Lord in the city I and in the country. I'm going, the Lord, going in. I'm going to be blessed to the Lord. going on out and freedom. in. I'm going to be blessed to the Lord. Everything I put I my hand to do, God's going for to touch it because I've done what he's asked I me to do. I'm going to be blessed to the Lord. I declare what Come on, claim it for your spoken. future. No matter what I feel or what I see, you don't get a hold of it. Every chain and want it yourself. Nobody's you going to give it to you. Free. You got to get it for you. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church of Cambridge podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with our weekly sermons. If you are in the Cambridge area, we invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Again, Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you soon.